0: exide One, two, One. One, two, two. One two, Hello and welcome back to the Prison Officer Podcast and thank you for joining us for another episode of The Basics uh, where we're going to cover some of the things that you might need to know as a, a beginning rookie or some of the things you might need to review as, a, as an old veteran. I've got a feeling that this episode's probably going to get me some hate mail, but uh, I have my own opinions on this topic. Well, let's just dig into it. And today's topic in the basics is uniforms, dress, and uh, how we present ourselves when we go to work. Number one is is our uniform, you know, how we present ourselves when we go to work. Um, now uniforms have changed a lot over the years and there's been many different uniforms, you know, out there in corrections, everything from five eleven pants and polos, um, there for many years, the Bureau of prisons went to, uh, gray slacks, a white shirt, maroon tie and a blue blazer. When we were trying to be softer and nicer and some people thought that might uh, change the way we did corrections. Some places have more of like a tactical jumpsuit or coveralls. Uh, so there's all kinds of different uniforms out there. But the important thing about uniforms is not what kind it is, but how you present it. Is it clean? I can't tell you the number of times and uh, I've seen people show up to work and that uniform shirt has just been pulled out of the dryer or picked up off the floor for the third day. And it's all covered in wrinkles, and it looks like somebody doesn't care. You know, you don't have to start your shirts. You don't have to dry clean them to, you know, keep up with looking professional. Taking some time to, you know, maybe iron. And and maybe, you know, my wife, she took a lot of pride in how I went to work, and she spent a lot of time making sure that my shirts were pressed or dry cleaned and, and hung up and Ready for me to put on a good face the next day. There's nothing wrong with that, and it shows professionalism. It shows pride, and most of all, it shows the inmates that you're a person who cares about what they do. You care about this profession. You care about being a prison officer. Over the years, and and there's many books and articles out there to support this, and um, I've talked to inmates who've manipulated staff, and one thing that always comes up is they look at the way we dress. And inmates will tell you if they, number one, if they see somebody who's sloppy, who doesn't care, who pulls their clothes back out of a clothes bin and uh, you know comes to work just looking like hell, inmates will tell you that's the person they're going to try to manipulate. That's a person that's got some self-esteem issues or a person who doesn't care about the position they're in you know, that's another good reason to come to work looking professional and looking like you care. So another part of the uniform that uh, people should be taking a look at, and that's their footwear. Now, some places require boots to be worn. Some don't. I'm not going to say someone has to wear boots, but I will say that one thing about having boots on is they protect you. If you have ever been in a fight, you'll know that you don't want to Uh, Being in a fight with a loose pair of shoes, Um, if you've been on those SEG units where you're walking through stuff, uh, floods, blood, everything else that you can imagine, um, you want to have a good pair of boots. And the other reason to have a good pair of boots is the wear and tear that you will have on your legs over a career. Walking on concrete is tough. Wearing poor-fitting shoes or cheap shoes is going to affect you later on. In your career, uh, medical and health wise, probably. So, those are just a few reasons. That's some of my thoughts on the uniform that we wear. Um, some have really great uniforms. Uh, some, you know, we're moving more to this 5'11 uh, polo type uniform. And either one of those can work as long as the professionalism is there, as long as you're showing pride when you show up to work. Let's talk about a couple of other hot button issues. <laughs> and this is probably the number one, um, and that's going to be facial hair and hair. You know, when I started a long time ago, there was a different thought about that. I showed up at uh, Missouri state Penn, I went to a barber, probably had a number two, number three clipper on. And he, uh, he gave me a good military haircut and I showed up at work the first day and standing there was a Lieutenant, A former Marine who looked at me and said, you better have a haircut by tomorrow. That's too long. Sure enough, I did. I went back to um, the barber and got another haircut, even shorter. We were allowed mustaches, and I have had a mustache for many years, probably since right out of high school. Uh, But we were expected to keep it trimmed. It was military style. Couldn't go past the corners of your mouth. Uh, So we had some very strict guidelines when i went to work in uh, 1991 they also provided for us that you could get haircuts done at work they had inmates who were barbers you could drop off your uniform and clothing issue also did dry cleaning and pressing and so for i don't know it was 50 cents or a dollar you could get your shirts and pants and everything dry cleaned and uh, it was a really good deal it kept everybody looking kept everybody looking ship shape, but things have changed. So, um, you know, the Bureau of Prisons has quit uh, any type of requirement for facial hair or hair length, and I do have some problems with that. Not that I'm necessarily against a trimmed beard or a trimmed mustache, but we do have staff with a lot of long hair these days. Uh, We have these Duck Dynasty beards, uh, where you have this uh, beard that's hanging down several inches below the chin and a couple of things one i don't think that presents a professional um especially when they're untrimmed and unkept which a lot of them are i don't think that presents a professional face um and i believe that when you do have to struggle with an inmate or uh, you do get in those fights that's going to happen as you're in a career in corrections that um having something for that inmate to grab a hold of like long beard hair or long ponytails, um, is not a safe thing for the officer and being a long time disturbance control instructor. Uh, yep. I'm going to go there. Uh, you cannot get a good seal on a gas mask, um, with those big beards. So, Basically, when it comes to suiting up a use of force team, or if we do have that ride on the yard, we have those problems and disturbances where we have to use CS gas or large amounts of pepper. Um, you're going to be useless to me when, you're, when your gas mask fills up with uh, chemicals and you're not able to respond. So that would be one of my other reasons for this, uh, getting rid of these excessive beards. But that's my opinion. Uh, Another thing that's changed over the years is uh, tattoos. Uh, Society has changed in their views towards tattoos. And originally it started off as just a few little tattoos here and there, but we have a lot of sleeves, uh, people who are completely sleeved with their tattoos, which was something you only saw in the military at one time, but uh, now it's fairly common. Many agencies didn't allow those to be seen. And you used to have to wear a long sleeve shirt to cover up your sleeve tattoos. But with recruiting, with retention, agencies are changing their policies. As far as the the tattoo, I don't have a, a large problem with tattoos. What I have a problem with is that they tend to be extremely personal. And that's why I think they should be covered up. You know, if you've got a bunch of viking runes and and you know that type of stuff thor's hammer tattooed on your your arm automatically you're going to have Aryan type inmates who are going to identify with that and what i'm always looking at is the manipulation you know people can uh, i've seen them tattoo family members who've passed away with the date they passed away and a lot of that is just too much information for those inmates to have about you and that's personal information. I'm not necessarily opposed to the tattoos, but I am opposed to the amount of personal information that people are giving away with some of those tattoos. And that leads into another one, which is um, uh, jewelry. We have staff who wear a lot of jewelry to work. You know, you have to make your own decision on a lot of that stuff. Uh, I did not wear a wedding ring at work for my career. I didn't think inmates needed to know that I was married. Uh, But beyond that, I see uh, staff who come in and they'll have these little, uh, ladies will have these little necklaces with the the little split heart that has her name on one side and her husband's name on the other. Those inmates don't need to know your husband's name. Or you'll see the lady who has the little bangle, and maybe she's got some grandkids or kids, and she's got the names of each kid hanging on those. And you may think that's just small little details that nobody's going to notice, but these inmates study you, and they study you the entire time that you're at work. Things like that, where you're giving them information, um, where you're giving them very personal information that can start or begin the manipulation process that's more along the lines of what I have a problem with. And just the fact, you don't want to be bringing uh, very expensive things into work. And I'll tell you a quick story. I was a rookie, hadn't hadn't even put the uniform on and worked a day yet, and they were taking us on a tour. So we're walking through the housing unit there at Missouri State Penn. Of course, they had a couple of inmates. I know they'd went to him ahead of time and said, hey, we got some rookies coming through. So these inmates were kind of being, you know, belligerent, and loud, trying to spook us a little. But one of the inmates walks up to this guy who was in our class and says, wow, man, that's a nice ring. He had a very heavy looking men's ring on. And uh, the inmates said, man, that's cool. Can I, can I take a look at that? And the officer took it off. The rookie took it off showed it to the inmate, and the inmate grabbed it and took off. Of course, by the time anybody could react, they'd already passed it to, you know, three, four other five inmates in this crowded housing unit. And as far as I know, to this day, I never heard anybody tell me any different, but we never found that ring. Uh, it disappeared into the, the bowels of Missouri State Pen. And, uh, that officer ended up uh, quitting not too long after that. That's just another reason, you know, things of value don't need to be carried in there. I'm sure some, some places that you work have told you that you don't need to be bringing excess amounts of, of money in there. Well, jewelry is a, a small form of money. So, and then finally, you know, as far as uniforms and the way we present ourselves and the professionalism that we show at work or need to show. Just remember, and this is for ladies and it's for men. I've seen it on both sides of the aisle. Don't dress to work like you're going to a club, okay? Makeup, uh, a lot of perfumes or cologne. We don't need inmates enjoying the way we smell at work. Now, I'm not saying that we can't put on a little cologne and that we can't put on some deodorant, but avoid putting on those huge amounts of cologne and deodorant that, that go throughout the housing unit. Uh, It just puts you in the position of getting extra attention from inmates. Same with excessive makeup. Pay attention to how you dress. Pay attention to how your uniform fits. Don't wear them excessively tight. And that's for guys and girls. You know, that's just my opinion, and it's not going to be everybody's opinion. I welcome comments if somebody has some, and um, I'll always consider other people's point of view. But those are some of the things that I've learned over the years working corrections about how we present ourselves, our professionalism, our uniforms. So hope you have a great day. Hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of The Basics. And see you on the next episode.